Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Feels like I'm pulling back the arrow, about to snap the bow. Standing at the race line, waiting for gold. Like thunder and lightning, right before it rains. In a single moment, everything can change. Feels like it's 4.59 on a Thursday. And redemption's on me. Show your face The whole wide world's becoming your holy place Wherever I look, I only see your name In a single moment, everything will change Feels like it's 4.59 on a Thursday Redemption's a minute, a minute away When I get back on Monday I won't be, I'll never be Ahei, 
כבר שנים אני הולך פה את הדרך, לא תמיד אני יודע גם לאן. רק זוכר שמעליי צופה המלך, לא צריך שהוא ייתן לי שום סימן. החיים שלי זורמים עכשיו כמו מים, יום בצורת ואחר כך שיטפון. מסתכל רחוק ואז עוצם עיניים, בלי לדעת מה נכון ולא נכון. אלוקים אתה נותן לי את הכוח לנצח גם כשעצב מסביב להרים שוב את עצמי ולא לשכוח שאתה לתפילותיי תמיד מקשיב אלוקים אתה נותן לי את השקט להמשיך לצחוק אפילו כשכואב לחפש לאט היד המחבקת שתרגיע את הגוף ואת הלב כבר שנים אני צועק שאין עליך, רק אתה נותן לי כל מה שאפשר. מי אני אחד קטן אל מול פניך, בזכותך לעד יהיה פה מאושר. הימים שלי נושבים עכשיו כמו רוח, מנסה להישאר ולא לעוף. בעולם הזה דבר אחד בטוח, אם אפול אתה תראה לי איך לעצמי. אלוקים אתה נותן לי את הכוח לנצח גם כשעצב מסביב להרים שוב את עצמי ולא לשכוח שאתה לתפילותיי תמיד מקשיב אלוקים אתה נותן לי את השקט להמשיך לצחוק אפילו כשכואב לחפש לאט היד המחבקת שתרגיע את הגוף שאתה לתפילותיי תמיד מקשיב אלוקים אתה נותן לי את השקט להמשיך לצחוק אפילו כשכואב מחפש לאט היד המחבקת שתרגיע את הגוף ואת הלב אלוקים אתה נותן לי את הכוח לנצח גם כשעצב מסביב להרים שוב את עצמי ולא לשכוח שאתה לתפילותיי תמיד מקשיב אלוקים אתה נותן לי את השקט להמשיך לצחוק אפילו כשכואב לחפש לי את היד המחבקת שתרגיע את הגוף ואת Thank you. 
JM in the AM. Ari Goldwag. Yitzi Kaplowitz. Anenu. Yosef Karduner before that with Rifainu as we continue to pray for those who are wounded and injured in Israel and really around the world, of course, all of our brothers and sisters. But uh, I saw yesterday the heartbreaking. I mean, it was a celebratory video, yet a heartbreaking video of the uh, couple leaving the hospital, each without a leg after the terror attacks of uh, a month ago. It is hard thousands of miles away to understand what our brothers and sisters are going through. Hopefully when we're there next week, it'll help convey some of that through our discussions with people in Israel. Um, Avishai Eshel had uh, Notain Li Etakoach, you give me the strength. Mayor Green with the Songs of the Soldiers. Bekarov Mamish, brand new from Avremo, Avram Fried. Eighth Day with a song that we're going to be analyzing later in hour number three of this program. It's called 459. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. <clears throat> and we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday, everybody. On this seventh day of November, day number 23. In the month of Mar Cheshvan, the year is 5784, Tufshin Pei Dalid. We say welcome to a Tuesday and welcome to a, um, a broadcast taking place one week before the big rally in Washington, D.C. Now, there are many people frustrated by the fact that we have no information other than 1 p.m. Wednesday at the National Mall. Uh, but apparently today, based on what we have found out, apparently today we'll have more information about the logistics of Washington next Tuesday. And I am hoping that everybody will have the opportunity to go down and participate in what is going to be an important, a very important gathering in Washington, D.C. Kudos to those of you who um, were at the rally yesterday. I... I'm not sure how security and how the NYPD handles these types of gatherings normally. I have a strange feeling that the security with which uh, people like myself were um, subjected to yesterday on the Upper West Side, I have a feeling that the same type of uh, security measures are not enforced when uh, when rallies are taking place on Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn and places like that. I just have a feeling, and I could be wrong, I could be wrong, but when 5,000 people are standing on West 84th Street in Manhattan and they're allowing people into the rally area, you know, one at a time to wand and frisk everybody, it's a, it's a little outrageous, frankly. I know, security, and I know it's the utmost priority. I get the whole thing. But um, I don't know if you were part of the group <clears throat> that was uh, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting to participate. Now, the good sign of all of this and, the, uh, and what we should glean from my words is that um, obviously there were a lot of people there. Call a vote to everybody who showed up. 
It's one of those situations, and they come around, unfortunately, every once in a while, every few years. One of those situations, I think, where so many people felt they could not stay away. So kudos to those who came from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, maybe other places as well, and from different backgrounds. I saw a lot of people who are noticeably not Jewish, frankly, um, and people speaking other languages. It was very interesting. But um, anybody who took the time to be at the rally yesterday on the Upper West Side, call it a vote, and I think it did make a difference. It's getting a lot of media attention, and uh, we don't want people to think that only supporters of the enemy, of which there are so, so, so many, that only they're getting a lot of attention and taking to the streets. So again, a big thank you to those who showed up. And I know, again, that there's a feeling that you got to show up. There's a feeling like, you know, these these... These times call for desperate measures, so to speak. And thank God, the most desperate of the measures for us is to attend the rally. Anyway, a week from today is Washington, and I'm hoping that everybody within the sound of my voice and those around you, your friends, your relatives, your business associates, your colleagues, those who you speak to on a regular basis, I hope you're spreading the word and helping to uh, develop a crowd for Washington, D.C. a week from today. We will actually be in Israel a week from today. I hope that everybody on their way down to Washington will be tuned into us and will be getting inspiration, please God, from us bridging the gap between Israel and the diaspora as you head down by bus, by train, by car to Washington, D.C. The, um, the details, or I should say further details, are scheduled to be released later today and Pay careful attention. Hopefully your schools, your schools, your organizations will have more information and will be able to give you an overview of what to expect on what's going to be a long day. Next Tuesday is going to be a long day for, for everybody. <clears throat> and, um, and I'm assuming it'll be about a two-hour program. I'm assuming it'll go from about 1 o'clock until about 3 o'clock. And again, it's going to be... Uh, one of those situations where people are on the road from early in the morning, likely from right after Shachris, until uh, late at night. Very often on days like this, there's just a such a backlog of traffic getting in and out and on the roads, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's the least we could do, sacrifice a day for our brothers and sisters, and really for us as well. Remember, unlike uh, 20 years ago when we took to the streets in Washington, D.C. and went to the National Mall uh, for basically the safety and security of our brothers and sisters in Israel, where I was the height of the Intifada, threats from Iran, etc., etc. This is more than that. This is, uh, number one, supporting Israel in this war against Hamas, again, for the uh, safety of our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land, but in addition to that, we are outraged, I hope. I hope everybody listening at every age is outraged by the uh, blatant anti-Semitic acts that are going on in this country, by the rhetoric that is being spoken loudly in rallies across the country on college campuses and major cities in general. And um, therefore, this rally on Tuesday, a week from today, is really for the safety and security of all Jews with great concern about what's happening in the United States of America. So if in the past it has been critical that people attend these types of gatherings, I would hope they'd realize that now it is even more critical. And there are rumors, by the way, there are rumors, I heard this yesterday, 
that some of the committees and groups that generally do not weigh in, and usually, you know, they end up being the subject of criticism when they don't weigh in, but the groups that generally do not weigh in on these issues of going to Washington and attending a rally and spending a day down there, there's a rumor that some of them are, in fact, going to be uh, more vocal about the importance of going down to Washington. And I'd, I very much would like to believe that that's going to be the case. We'll see what happens as we pay careful attention to what happens over the next couple of days. So details from what we hear coming out uh, later on today. Um, again, the uh, most important thing to know is the schedule. And the 1 p.m. is the start of the rally and the program one week from now. Uh, on Tuesday and um, again if we hear anything further obviously we'll pass it along and encourage everybody to incorporate the information into their schedule and get ready to head down to Washington Monday we're here for JM and the AM then we fly Tuesday and Wednesday we are scheduled to be uh, in Israel and uh, again we are going to uh, make every attempt to speak to those who are who are able to convey what the situation is like in the Holy Land to people around the world. And then um, after our Tuesday and Wednesday broadcast, we are scheduled officially to broadcast from uh, New York on Thursday. We'll see what happens in terms of when the plane lands, etc. We'll have a plan B in place. It's essentially the same schedule that we were on a couple of weeks back when uh, we did our first war trip to the holy land by the way i am uh i am shocked frankly (laughs) i really am shocked yesterday i had a conversation with somebody in the know in the travel industry i'm talking about someone really on the front lines who's dealing with getting people to israel on a regular i mean on a 24-hour basis and obviously anybody who's well connected to el al is now best connected to that whole scene because el al is the only airline flying directly to Israel. And they said to me that I, uh, they are shocked by the number of people that are traveling in November to Israel. And I know it's, uh, it doesn't make much of a dent in the tourism industry. And I understand that, you know, most of the people traveling because it's Chizuk missions and, you know, noble purposes are not going to have time to, you know, to shop and leave money, you know, with the store owners and with the restaurant tours. I get that. And it's not a criticism at all. But just the fact that someone comments to me about the numbers that are traveling between now and Thanksgiving and after that, after the week of Thanksgiving as well, to be in Israel, lend support, bring packages, just, you know, to be there with our people is amazing. It really is amazing. It's it's completely the opposite of a month ago, completely the opposite of a month ago when half the Jewish world was trying to get out of Israel. It's just the opposite. Now people are trying to get to Israel, are trying to pay for the pretty expensive flights to Israel, and are um, sending their children to Israel. And and yesterday uh, we learned this insane statistic that Israel has had a 3% increase in population. 300,000 people have gone back to Israel, not as tourists, but as temporary or permanent residents over the last month that is just remarkable absolutely remarkable so lots to be proud of the way the diaspora is responding a lot of work to be done to say the least and um and we're hoping that with all these efforts 
our brothers and sisters feel the love, our brothers and sisters feel the concern that we have for them and that we're going to continue to fight, fight on the political front, fight on the um, charity and financial front, fight on the, uh, on the streets, which is a front in and of themselves. That's one of the reasons why we continue to encourage everybody to be in Washington next Tuesday. If you have a valid excuse, I mean, if people you know, are, are, are risking their job or they don't have child care they can depend on, uh, in order to leave their children and go down to Washington. I get all that, and I'm not at all encouraging you to turn your life upside down. But for those who are, th- who are considering or have right off the bat tossed in convenient excuses of why you can't come, try your hardest to make the default that you're going. And if you end up not going, you end up not going, but try to make it work first. Then you can uh, worry about the, uh, the final decision a day or two before. It is a Tuesday morning broadcast, a month after the start of the war, here at the JM and the AM. Yesterday, the, um, the police officer who was killed at Herod's Gate, which is the, the gate that's uh, right after Shar Shem, um, I guess the one that's that's mostly in, that, that is the the one that's most in the Muslim quarter. Let's put it that way. Killed yesterday, lone soldier made Aliyah a couple of years ago. Um, a lone security officer, I should say. And uh, obviously, all of the all of the news about our soldiers and and safety officials in Israel who are victims of terror, victims of murder, every one of these stories. More, of course, came out yesterday. All of these stories are hard to take, but for us, it's a, um, it's a wound of a different type. And we know that uh, a young 20-year-old woman from the Jewish community of the United States made a decision to go to Israel, join the armed forces, and now is a victim of a stabbing in, in Yerushalayim. Hits home even more on many different fronts. The um, latest toll, according to Jerusalem Post, in addition to the 1,400 Israelis who've been murdered since October the 7th, that number does include 347 soldiers, including the soldier killed yesterday. Right now, 240 of ours are being held hostage by Hamas. Four hostages have been released, as we know. One has been rescued, and now we pray for the other 240. And principals and teachers and rabbeim, administrators, lay leaders, people responsible for what our children go through on a daily basis in this part of the world... Please, please remind your students, your constituents, that there are 240, not one Gilad Shalit, not to minimize what he went through, not three kidnapped boys, 240 men, women, elderly, babies, children, teenagers, Toddlers, 
240. Can you even imagine that number? Remind them, please. Remind them. Jeremy on our app says, May the Neshama of Rose Lubin from Atlanta get an Aliyah. That comes from Dunwoody, Georgia. That is the name. Rose Lubin is the name of the military policewoman who was killed yesterday, and may her Neshama have an Aliyah. She was an amazing person who had such a special zeal for life. Now, Jeremy is one of the people that I've come across that knew Rose. My daughter, when she supervised an Atlanta youth trip to Israel, Rose was among the students that were with her. So like I say, it hits close to home. I have a, uh, a daughter who cannot believe that one of the kids on that trip is now a victim of the enemy. Yeah, it is hard to believe sometimes. Tuesday morning broadcast, you are listening to JM in the AM as we continue with Schleimy Dax.
Tears behind them As the past they cherished Disappeared from sight Hearts torn from the home They'd never see again Thrust into an exile Wanderers of the night But along the road she waited for her children For who else but a mother eases pain Her resting place was chosen for this reason To be that one lone space of comfort that remains So we carry our prayers to you, my Merochel, with no more words and only tears to you, my Merochel. When our world seems to end, we come back to you again. Mame, don't stop asking when, Mame, Mame, Rochel. Please don't hold back your tears Let your 
stop asking where mame mame roche Benny Freeman and Baruch Levine, Vishavu Vanim. Shlaimi Dax before that, Keisha Chad Baleva Chad. I hope everybody out there is feeling that. We are one heart, we are one soul. We are one. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. I heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Galitzal in the background, with our news from Israel coming up. Continue to support good causes in Israel. There are people in Israel, too many to name this moment, but we have featured some of them, who are in constant touch, face-to-face with the soldiers and bringing them what they need who are in hotels where there are refugees bringing baby items and children's items for them. Help them. Galay Tzal is your Army Radio Network. המתיחות בגבול הצפון, צהל ירד לפני זמן קצר מטרה אווירית חשודה בגבול לבנון בטרם חדרה לישראל. בנוסף מחבלים פתחו באש לעבר מוצב צהל במרחב הרמשה, אי נפגעים. מוקדם יותר נורא טיל נונטט לעבר מרחב שומרה שבגבול לבנון. כוחות צהל הגיבו בירי ארטילרי לעבר מקור ירי בשטח לבנון. ניסיון פיגוע דקירה בבנימין, מצוד אחר חשוד ראול פנים שהתקרב לכוח צהל סמוך לאופרה כשהוא אוחז בסכין. הכוח הגיב בירי, אחי חשוד נמלט, אי נפגעים. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. לוחמי צהל איתרו מספר מנהרות בתוך בית מגורים בשטח אזרחי באזור בית חנון. סגן אלוף עין, מפקד ביחידת יהלום, מספר על הפעולות בשטח. עוד היחידה איתרו, מיפו והשמידו, ואי מינור התקפי של ארגון הטרור חמאס. התוואי עובר בתוך שכונת מגורים, בתוך הבתים האזרחיים, נמצא ממש בסלון הבית. כוחות היחידה השמידו כל תשתית 
של ארגון הטרור חמאס. כתבנו לעניינים ערביים ג'קי חוגי מוסיף שעל פי דיווחים פלסטינים, כוחות צה"ל מנהלים משעות הבוקר חילופי אש כבדים עם מחבלים במחנה הפליטים השאטי של חוף העיר עזה. בנוסף דווח על סדרת תקיפות שביצע חיל האוויר בשכונת מגורים בעזה. חודש למלחמה, ראש עיריית שדרות אלון דוידי קורא אצל אמיר איבגי ואמיר בר שלום, אנחנו מצפים לפתרונות ארוכי טווח מהמדינה. משרדי הממשלה צריכים לתת תוכנית ארוכת טווח, צריך לייצר את הפתרונות הנכונים. לא להרפות, עם רגל על הגז להמשיך לתקוף עד שנמגר ונחסל את החמאס והג'יהאד. 50 אלף תושבים פה, הם סבלו כבר 20 שנה. צריך בכל הכוח לגבות את כולם, יש לי המון כעס על הרבה מאוד אנשים. שמים את זה עכשיו בצד, זה נעשה אחר כך. ומזג האוויר, ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
שבת יצאה, עוד יום נכנס. אני רוצה להתעורר. יש בי חיים אמיתיים, אני לא מוכן להתפשר. רוצה לנשום אותך ולא רעות כל רגע בחיי. אומרים להסתפק במה שיש, אבל עוד לא אהבתי די. יש בך עוד אמונה, תן לה לשמוח ולזרוח גם מבלנים. פתח לתפילה שלך עוד שם, מים זוהר. with Mordechai Shapiro and Shmuel with Yesh B'Emunah. Shall shell us before that from the Reconnect album with both uh, Ale and Kulam here at JM in the AM. Today is election day, by the way, in the United States. Everybody around the country makes sure to vote. There's no such thing as a small election. Every one of them is important, especially these days. If you're in New York, if you're in New Jersey, then you are likely very familiar at this point with some of the important local races that are going on and some of the initiatives that are on the ballot. 
In New York City, I remind all of our New York City five boroughs listeners, every city council seat is up. Every city council seat is being voted on today. Go out and have your voice heard on election day, no matter where you are, all 50 states. It's election day in the United States. We're one year away from election day presidential style in this country. But again, remember today to get out and vote. And uh, vote as, uh, as, well, I guess vote as early as you can, although I don't know if that makes a difference, but certainly encourage others who are of voting age in your family to get out there and vote. So uh, kudos to those who showed up. And I saw schools, by the way, I saw schools from far. I mean, there are schools who are very far from the Upper West Side of Manhattan who showed up yesterday. I will give a special shout out to by Dr. Jeff Cobrin and everybody at North Shore Hebrew Academy who I saw hundreds of their students pouring into the rally yesterday. Now, pouring is the wrong word because uh, NYPD and hired security were so outrageously, yeah, I say it like that, and I'm Mr. Security. We're so outrageously meticulous about security yesterday that when 5,000 people were waiting to get into the rally area, they were letting people in one by one and frisking them and uh, wanding them, et cetera, et cetera. I know because I was one of them. And with my whole, you know, foot and leg situation, I couldn't stand there much longer, frankly. It was a shame because I had to leave the uh, rally early. Um, and, and, you know, and I'm, and I'm thankful. And I said it to them last night. I'm thankful to NYPD and the private security forces who keep us safe. And obviously they took their job very seriously last night on the Upper West Side. That I could tell you. But I have one question that I've already asked some of the leaders in our national Jewish community. I have one question, and that is, is there the same type of security and scrutiny when the enemy gathers on Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn? That's my question. If yes, okay, there's a standard security procedure. But I have a feeling, I have a very strong feeling that it works differently. I'm trying to find out, and I I guarantee you I will find out. But um, anyway... I want to turn this into a negative and extreme positive, in fact, is what it is. Uh, the number of people, the thousands that gathered on the Upper West Side yesterday, the presentations were great. Elon Gold, God bless you. You have become so involved in this whole scene, and it's not easy in your industry, frankly. It really is not. And Kalaka uh, vote to you and to everybody who was there yesterday uh, and all the schools and all the groups and all the young adults, adults, children, elderly. A lot of people waited a long time there. So kudos to everybody. This Upper West Side rally yesterday had to be a success, and it was. Now we turn to Washington, and as I said earlier, we're, we're awaiting word on exact details for Tuesday of next week, one week from today. We'll be in Israel, as I told you. I hope on the way to Washington you'll be listening to us from Jerusalem on JM and the AM. Very easy, by the way. We're on your phone. So I hope you'll be listening. Uh, But uh, aside from that, um, people are anxious for details. I know buses have been ordered by many, many schools, groups, organizations, synagogues, etc., where those buses are to go, how it's going to work, what the exact program is. Apparently, later today, we'll have more information on all of this. That's what I was told. We'll see if that happens. Uh, the basic information is what we told you yesterday. 1 p.m. National Mall, critical that it's a massive gathering. The enemy, as I said, in every major city in this country 
is gathering what seems like every other day with massive protests and rallies. We need the Washington March on, uh, on the 14th to be very effective, to get a lot of media attention, and to really be a, uh, a historic event. I said earlier, the rumor is that some of the groups that traditionally do not participate in these rallies and demonstrations, the rumor is that they're going to announce participation. I don't know if it's true. We're going to pay careful attention, believe you me. We'll see what happens. Also, unlike uh, demonstrations of the past, which have been uh, which have been hitting the streets in Washington for the safety and security of our brothers and sisters in Israel, most notably, of course, in the early 2000s, the big Washington rally in response to the Intifada, to the wanton uh, terrorist uh, attacks against Jews, to the wanton murder of Jews, Iran's threat, etc., etc. There was a, a, a compelling feeling that we all had to get to Washington, and thank God that rally was very, very successful. But this time around, it is not just the safety and security of our brothers and sisters in Israel, and it is not just support for the war effort against Hamas. This time around, there is a, there is a fear There is a fear that's permeating the Jewish community of the United States as we watch what's happening on the college campuses, as we see what's happening during public demonstrations that are violent, as we see Jews being murdered at a political rally, or I should say at a pro-Hamas rally in Los Angeles. Did you see that news item? Mr. Paul Kessler is now now gone because he was attacked during that uh, rally in Los Angeles. So when we say they're turning violent, they have at least one death on their hands. And there's a fear that has permeated the Jewish community here in the United States. Um, I don't think that this feeling has been felt maybe ever before, but certainly not in the last, I don't know, 50, 60 years. Certainly not since the time of the Six-Day War in this country. Anyway... I don't know what is going on out there. Anyway, I say all of this because it is critical and key that we remember that there is going to be a um, a rally in Washington Tuesday that not only concentrates on the support for the war against Hamas and safety and security for our brothers and sisters in Israel, but also as a response to the outrageous acts and rhetoric of anti-Semitism going on in this country, in public forums, in government forums, and certainly on the college campuses. So now that it's really hit close to home, I hope everybody's going to attend. And as I said yesterday, you know, you have a legitimate reason. Obviously, not everybody can. I mean, I'll be in Israel. It's a legitimate reason. There are people who have uh, child care and, and jobs to worry about, and they may not be able to get away. I get all that. But let's make the default that we're all going to be there. Then if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But try your hardest to make it work. Get there by bus, by car, by train, and be in Washington a week from today. 1 p.m. is when the program starts on the National Mall. And, and supposedly, supposedly, more information from the national organizations will be coming out today to help with the logistics that many schools, synagogues, organizations, and groups are concerned about and worried about. They don't want to... Uh, you know, they want things to go smoothly for their people, which I totally get. I completely understand. All right, that's the story with that. More coming up. We're going to actually be checking in with um, an effort in Efrat. Every area of Israel is 
in agony. That's the reality. It was part of my presentation Sunday night here in this neighborhood. Every area of Israel geographically and of all backgrounds is in agony at this time. And many of them are fearful and need a lot of help financially for different reasons, mostly security. We'll check in with our friends in Efrat later on here at JM and the AM. Plus, our uh, friends from 8th Day are scheduled to be on in the 8 o'clock hour. They have a song which supposedly has something to do with the ultimate redemption. We just can't figure it out. So they're going to explain all that coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning right here at JM in the AM. So sasis bashem So sasis bashem So sasis bashem So sasis bashem Ani sameach Beze she ani mesameach Et Hashem Ani sameach Shivu and Hillel Kapnik. I'm so happy, so happy, so happy, I'm happy with you. I'm so happy, so happy, so happy, I'm happy with you. I'm so happy, so happy, so happy, I'm happy with you. I'm so happy, so happy, so happy, I'm happy with you. I Takshiva with Sosa Sis, Hillel Kapnik. 
Tuesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. So happy, so happy, I'm happy with you. Oh, yes. A couple of things, uh, a couple of comments on the app that I want to address. Oh, first of all, before we get to the app, APAC has an outreach page. Yeah, I know there's been a lot of, um, there's been a lot of criticism of national Jewish organizations. Most of it valid, in my opinion, but I won't get into that now. Um, someone suggested that after the war, in addition to the Israeli administration being investigated, some of the American Jewish organizations to be investigated. But, but that's not for now. Now is a period of unity. Now is a period of uh, camaraderie. But APAC, who I, I, I think they've done pretty well through this whole episode, frankly. Uh, they've set up a page that you can go to. It's called the APAC Outreach to Congress. Uh, go to the page, and uh, you can see about uh, programs that um, are being suggested to get people more involved, more organized, more effective. Uh, it's APAC.org, A-I-P-A-C.org, APAC.org. It's a complicated address, but it's easy once you get it. <clears throat> Excuse me. APAC.org, A-I-P-A-C.org, slash Israel dash at the word at at slash war slash take action again www.apac.org that's a i p a c.org slash israel dash at dash war slash take action go to that page and you'll see some of the uh some of the uh, things that are going on and what we can do APAC.org slash Israel dash at dash war slash take action because we are highly recommending that people, especially today's election day, it's a good day to remind everybody, highly recommending people take action in Washington, not just hitting the streets in Washington a week from today, which is so urgent and vital, but also um, being in touch with public officials, government officials in Washington. Today's election day in the United States. If you haven't voted yet, make sure to vote. So, um, yeah, well, one of our listeners points out uh, double standard as usual. Nobody gathering yesterday through bottles at the police. Any coverage about that? Yeah, of course. I mean, and I get there. There is concern from some of the listeners on our app that, you know, the enemy could have infiltrated the rally, etc. I get all that. But um, I'm telling you, that's my question. When they gather on Flatbush Avenue, is there that level, not of security, there's security, and God bless the NYPD for being there, but is there that level of scrutiny for every single person who walks into the rally area? Um, let's see here. Now, this is a victory in my opinion. I'm not, look, I'm not that, that familiar with uh, rabbinical boards that are outside of New York and New Jersey. I'm much more familiar with the ones in this area. But this listener writes... Um, the VOD of Baltimore has put out a letter telling people to go to Washington to the rally. That's a big victory. And again, this is not, I'm not minimizing the role that, uh, they may have had 20 years ago at that big rally, etc. I don't know. They may have come out for it then also, but that's a big victory. We must get the rabbinical boards of all backgrounds to support this rally in Washington. 
And anybody out there who who feels that they have the ability to put pressure on some of the major rabbinic boards, I'm talking about those from national organizations. You know which rabbinical boards, and I don't know how it works down there, so maybe someone could educate me. But the Lakewood, New Jersey has, I don't know, how many hundreds of thousands of Jews between Lakewood and the surrounding areas, all of whom I would assume take their rabbinical boards in that area very seriously. I would think so. And um, could you imagine if some of those groups, uh, meaning rabbinical boards in the Lakewood area, would come out with a directive uh, to spend some hours uh, heading down to Washington? And by the way, it's a much, it's a much shorter trip from there to Washington and back, which is also an advantage, less, less wasted time, so to speak. So if you have any influence out there on any of, on any of the people uh, on these boards, the rabbinical boards, please, we could use all the help we can get. Rally is one week from today in Washington, D.C. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechon Nishmas Harav Zebin Rebbe and Zechon Nishmas Esther Basar Rebbe Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. At this time, all of us, our hearts, our minds, our tefillos, are all directed towards Eretz Yisroel. Who can stop thinking even for a moment of Achenu Kobes Yisroel, of our brothers and our sisters in Klau Yisroel? However, it is important that we remember that the Shechina, the Divine Presence, only dwells in Klal Yisrael when there is happiness. We have to understand, how is it possible at this time for a person to be happy, to rejoice, to be besimcha? We know that everything that happens, happens minashamayim, that all that happens comes from heaven. It says in Parshas Vayeshev, Vayihi Hashem es Yosef, Hashem was with Yosef, Vayhi ish matzliach, and he was a successful man. Vayhi bevesa adonov hamitzri, yet he remained in the house of his Egyptian master. The Ksav Sofer says that the Torah is pointing out the great praise of Yosef, that he lived constantly with Hashem. It didn't matter whether he was in the house of Yaakov Avinu or whether lahavdil he was in the house of his Egyptian master. It didn't matter whether it was the good times or the times of great challenge. As it says in Yiddish, He always lived strong with the Creator. Even though it was a time of Tsar, he had an Egyptian master. We can only imagine which conditions he lived under. Yet, he was makabel everything. He accepted everything besimcha ubetuv levov with a good heart. That's why it says, Vayihi Hashem es Yosef. Hashem was always with Yosef. The Shechina never left him. And so too, we today, we keep our level of simcha. Simcha shall mitzvah, the happiness of doing mitzvahs, of saying the tilim, of our learning, of our giving staka of our being of assistance to the hostages, to the entire army in any way that we possibly can. Klau Yisrael at this time has shown great emuna, emuna shalema. There is a mother, Margalit Magadish. She is a mother of a daughter that was taken by Hamas, Yemach Shemam Le'Omeyad. The daughter has been freed. 
However, when she was still in the hands of Hamas, at that time, the mother joined in other women who were being mafreshchala, the great mitzvah and schus of separating the chala, hafrashas chala. All of the women were watching this mother as she made the bracha and the tefillah. In the middle of the tefillah, tears began to fall from her eyes. She cried and expressed her great love in the emunah and Hashem. What a lesson to the world of emunah shalema, emunah tahira, emunah timima, perfect faith. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. May we hear Besuros Tavos, Yeshuas, Nechamos, Bekarov, Bekarov. Amen to that, Rabbi Goldwasser, and a big Yashikach. You have been, uh, not that it's a surprise to anybody, you've been an incredible inspiration over the last month, this tragic month that we are trying to, trying to process and trying to encourage people to get involved. Don't forget, everybody, today is Election Day. Get involved. Today's Election Day in the United States. Don't forget, everybody, a week from today, we're in Washington. Well, not we. I'll be in Israel. But I hope all of you will be tuned in to us while you're on your way to Washington for the big rally in D.C., 1 p.m., National Mall. If you know of rabbinical boards around this country whose influence in directing people to go to Washington on Tuesday would be helpful, try to speak with them, please. Details supposedly about the rally coming out today from national organizations, and kudos to those who showed up to the New York City Upper West Side rally yesterday. Um, Just an incredible and amazing effort, and um, one with tremendous results. And again, kudos to those who uh, participated. Well, it's time to check in with Israel. We try to check in with Israel as often as we can, of course. Jerry Latinik is with us live via telephone. Uh, he is somebody who was made known to us by our dear friend Yael Katzman at Nefesh Ben Nefesh. And uh, he and others are uh, in charge of an organization entitled JustOneChesed.org. JustOneChesed.org. And before I introduce him, let me just read some of the uh, some of the information that we've been given about this volunteer-driven organization. It's dedicated to providing support to IDF soldiers and frontline communities in partnership with the communities of Gush Etzion, which has thousands of its own residents serving on the front lines today. They sprang into action immediately following an urgent need to provide equipment for thousands of IDF reservists. To date, the organization has mobilized and transformed its activities into a multi-million dollar operation by activating and unifying communities across the globe through hundreds of volunteers operating 24 hours a day. Sourcing crucial supplies has proved challenging, one can only imagine. Working with Jewish communities worldwide, Just One Ches has developed a robust and effective Amazon registry program. Thousands of items are being purchased by individuals online shipped to makeshift warehouses in places like New York and Florida, sorted, repacked, and hand-delivered by dozens of volunteers to their team in Israel. So far, so far, 3,800 bulletproof vests, 500 tactical helmets to soldiers on the front lines, a million dollars worth of essential goods, including jackets, socks, underwear, tents, and sleeping bags, 20,000 pieces of critically needed medical supplies to frontline soldiers, including life-saving items like cat tourniquets and pressure bandages to over 350 
IDF units. Pretty impressive, to say the least. Jerry Latinic, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Thank you for having uh, me on. Really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Well, the least we could do, frankly, and I'm trying to get people on this side of the world focused on what's going on in Israel. It's one of the reasons we'll be there again next week. But also people are looking, frankly, for good causes to support, reliable causes to support, causes that are uh, providing essential equipment, things that are really needed, essential items, I should say. It's not just equipment. And at the same time, uh, a, a, they're looking for organizations that have set up a supply chain that is reliable, where we know if we support the cause, they'll be purchasing reliably, shipping reliably, and getting these items to those who need them reliably. Would you say that this has been your experience so far with just one chesed? Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you, chesed Hashem. Um, normally, just one chesed does during the year does a lot of different things of just promoting chesed around the world. And we have a number of platforms to do so. And when we jumped into this whole thing, it's been the, the I, I really aimingly no words to say that we jumped in, we mobilized our existing team, plus tons of Malachim volunteers. Who I have to tell you, typically are running multi-million dollar of their own operations in the business world. And one of them, Sadiq, he... The other day, about a week and a half, two weeks in, he gets a phone call. He goes, that's the first call I took for work in the last week and a half, two weeks. <laughs> Meaning these people are dedicated. We're putting in 18 hours a day. We're not sleeping. We're on call. We're, we're dealing with the needs of the front line. The needs are changing. They don't all stay the same. You need to know what is the proper equipment to get them. It happens to be that, you know, I, I live in a frat in Gush Etzion. I have a lot of, I, I'm not even going to call them friends, I'm going to call them brothers on the front lines defending Am Yisrael, and we're hearing literally from the front lines of what their needs are, and I'll just give you a little example. Now, all of a sudden, the request came in, they need goggles, because now that they went into Gaza, there's, sh- there's shrapnel coming, shrapnel, there, there's dust, there's, the needs are changing, the weather is changing, it's getting cold, we just got in. 2,700 pieces of rain gear today. We just got from China. We just got, we got knee pads. We got a thousand knee pads. We, we, we've ordered drones. It's really, it's been extensive. Um, we've developed relationships with the army, the police, with the Rav which are the heads of the first response team. Um, we don't purchase things without getting approval and knowing that they're the right things. Um, let me let, let me let me let me interrupt you for a second, Jerry, because, again, I think it's so important for this audience uh, with everything you're saying. I mean, I mean, how impressive is that and how incredible is it? And to support the efforts you just outlined is remarkable. And I hope people out there in this audience will respond and we'll give them the opportunity to in a few minutes. But I have to go back for a moment to the supply chain. You know, you know what it's like. People on this side of the world make purchases might even send items over to Israel. They wonder, have they gotten there? Will they get there? Is this a waste or is this you know, money used very wisely? From the way you're describing things, it sounds like every one of the contributions coming in from people around the world is in fact 
being used very wisely. Uh, the system that you have come up with, the relationships that you have formed. Can I assume that when items are purchased or items are shipped to Israel and picked up by your team, can I assume that they get where they need to get? Yes. Well, honestly, 100%. Um, we have a number of different programs, and one of them is a duffel bag program. And there's shows now in America that have jumped on. We have Amazon registries. We have other shows gathering the items. We're constantly changing the registry items of what is needed based on today's climate, based on what's going on. And we have the ability, we have a whole system, a warehouse in America where the stuff goes. We have a whole system here of people dealing with airport runs. We have a person that's just dealing with Mechis and Tekken, getting things through. We literally have, we have a purchasing department, procuring items. It's, it, it, then it comes here. We have one warehouse where we're storing. We just got literally, we had a, a company by the name of 32 Degrees. We just got in 25,000 ther- 25, thermalware from them. Out of the 50,000, we have another plane coming of another 25,000. And everything is getting distributed directly to the units, directly to the front lines. We have a whole department that just works on the transportation, getting the needs to where they need to go to the bases. Now, would you prefer if people, if people, and I'll, I'll say this, you know, straightforward, if people give you the money through just one chesed, would you prefer that they go to your Amazon registry and have it sent uh, to wherever, you know, the registry then directs it? I mean, how would you like the folks in the United States who are listening right now to respond to this call? Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll tell you, I feel that they're both needed. Um, there are certain items where you can only buy and get into in, get in the country here. Um, so, for example, in order to get those items, we need we need the money to purchase purchase them here. And there are certain items which it's it's obviously it's, I have to tell you it's very heartwarming and touching when the shows are sending hundreds and hundreds and thousands of duffel bags and connecting Amisro with the needs. So. Yes, they're, they're, they're both really needed. I think there's a benefit to both. And, and it, work, it connects us in different ways. But definitely the money is needed to make the purchases. We, we're spending, you know, millions of dollars on this stuff. Oh, I and, and we're hearing this. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I can only imagine. But, uh, and, and, and the primary way of supporting, I assume, is justonechesed.org. There's a large donate button at the top of the page. People, people can go right now to justonechesed.org. Dot org. Is there an Amazon link or is there a search item in Amazon to get to the registry that you describe? How should people, how should people handle that? So first of all, thanks so much. If they go on to justonechesed.org, a pop-up will come up. And if you click on that pop-up for the emergency relief, it will bring you to, you can donate to the overall emergency aid campaign, where there will be three different links of the three different projects that we have going on now. Because one project is for the Chayim on the front lines. One is for the Kitak new program, the first responders um, program. And then we have a whole other distribution center, which we recently opened up for all the evacuees. Um, and that is located in Ramat Beit Shemesh. Isn't, uh, isn't just one chesed, the uh, organization that we featured that got all that good publicity when, the, uh, when they went to collect the uh, old furniture from the Inbal to give to underprivileged people? Am I right? <laughs> 
Am I right? You, you, you got it. That's us. <laughs> so I forget about the war. You guys proved this is what we love. We love featuring organizations. I know there are a lot of great startups in the last month that are doing incredible work, some of which we have featured. But we really love when an organization that, you know, has had a great infrastructure and has done wonderful work in Israel is then presented with this challenge and they respond the way they have. And it sounds like you guys have gone from the minor leagues to the major leagues, so to speak, in the span of uh, one Shmini Atzeris Simchas Torah. Uh, and that you've expanded the operation incredibly. Jerry Latinik is with us from uh, Efrat, or, or from Israel. He lives in Efrat. How long have you been in the Gush? I've lived in Efrat for 10 years. And, and it's pretty fitting, frankly, that this effort that you're describing, which is remarkable, is emanating from, has its headquarters in Gush Etzion, not only, obviously, is there a historic element to Gush Etzion and its importance to the future of the Jewish people, but I can only imagine that you are in the center of a hub of activity for this war that is um, in one way to be envied and in other ways not. You are likely surrounded by a lot of families whose fathers and husbands and children are now either on the Gaza border, in Gaza, or up north. Uh, do you feel when you're in the Gush on a Shabbos or even during the week that there are a lot of people missing? 100%. Um, I mean, I know our time is limited. There's so much I could say about this. We have an outpost, which uh, where the Chayelim are protecting. They added a new outpost, and they put a special gun there. It's called like a Meg 5. It's like a special machine gun on the mountain that I live in, which overlooks Beit Lechem, which is literally across the way. And we have another one that we entered that we, we put in the beginning of Efrat and the feelings are very real. And I was diving there one Kabbalah Shabbos to help the family make a million. And we heard shooting and it's, it's, it's very real. It's real I, I, from the wives reaching out to us about, can we help their husbands on the front line from the fathers reaching out? I had a father it brought me to tears who said, I failed my son. I couldn't get my son the equipment that he needed. And he felt like he failed him it, it, to, to, to the husbands that are with you. The wives are here with their kids. Um, it's, it's very, very real. I have a 15 year old and he sits in our bedroom, he, he, you know, so I'm sorry to get emotional, but I want to be as real and, 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 and MS as possible. Everything we're doing is with Shane Shemayim, but it's very, very real. And, and I have to tell you that I've never felt such achdis. And I think if we can really focus on the, the achdis coming together, and, and, and we feel the love. We just had a mission stop by our center yesterday and, and the day before Mamabe Chemish. And it's the most beautiful thing when people come from America and they come, I think they're getting chizik, we're getting chizik, and we realize that we're all united. And, and, and I know the focus was talking about the tactical gear and all the items that we're helping, but I can't stress how real it is. And, and as much, and I'll tell you this also, as much as I see how people have so much amuna and bitachon, and you, you hear the theme of Am Yisrael Chai going, but at the same time, the stress, anxiety, and pressure is really real. And, 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 and I see it firsthand. I saw yesterday a guy came to our center. He had 24 hours, and his daughter ran in to give him a hug. She didn't see him. So it, it, there's, there's, 
it's so hard. And, 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 and one of my friends was home for Shabbos and he came out to Shabbos and he said, two Mechablin went and, and they, they shot at their unit. He wasn't there and they injured them. Baruch Hashem, they're going to be okay. So where we live, you know, we, we I, and again, I, I hate to take so much time and but I'm going to, you know, that people understand we, we're surrounded all around us. And at any point, what happened by Gaza, it happened over here. And there's a whole program that we're putting together now to strengthen the first response teams because it's needed. And, 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 and right now, we're in a very vulnerable time because where we live in the gush, and it's not just us, and other places in Judah Shomron, the husbands are all away, the wives are there, we're here, we're a bunch of, you know, the ones that are leftovers with the Americans, you know, the other people that didn't make the cut into the army, and we're just, we're in, and, and, you know, and the people that come in, they think us, they think us, think you, you got, <laughs> everyone's playing their role, everyone's playing oh, their role. I, I get it, believe you me, I get it. Just One Chesed is the organization, everybody. Just One Chesed, and I'm encouraging everybody to give and give generously. And it sounds like, even though, uh, I mean, you just said it, but I just need to review this for everybody. It's amazing how you're concerned, obviously, with the local area. We know how sensitive the Gush area is, both historically and today. Uh, we know who your neighbors are, and we know that the... Uh, you know, it, it could be it could be a, a difficult area to protect sometimes, or I should say it differently. It's it's one that needs a lot of attention to protect. Thank God, usually that attention is there. At the same time, you're doing this national service by trying to help as many soldiers as possible and get them what they need. And by the way, you know, I, I, I mean, you must have. Well, maybe not. You live in Israel, so maybe it's different. Because I know plenty of people here ask, you know, how the army wasn't prepared for this, but I don't think that they can relate to hundreds of thousands being called up within hours and not having any stuff with them and, you know, bases not being prepared for the numbers of soldiers that came. And as you said, for the weather changes and condition changes, I mean, you know, we, at some point we've got to give the the head of the the leaders of the army a break that, yes, they, they are prepared, as prepared as could be, but this was a, an exceptional situation. 100%. And I, honestly, and from the beginning... And there was maybe a little rumble in the beginning. I did. I didn't want our heads to. For me, I couldn't. I couldn't be in that headspace of the blame game. Right. It was. This is a war, and we have to jump in and help Am Yisrael. And it's not pointing fingers. They'll have plenty of time to figure out how to improve what didn't get improved and make it better. But right now, that's not going to help us. The way we're going to win this war is by achdus, about about hope, about excitement, about about people believing, believing in Am Yisrael, believing what it means to be a year, believing like, and so I, I like honestly like I heard that talk in the beginning, but I. I just like we we I could only say for myself I just I couldn't bring myself to that place I, I want to just bring my place of Ava and Achdus and Mikam Chayisro because that's that's ultimately that's how we're gonna win. Oh, I get it, I get it. All right, everybody out there, it's very simple. Um, just one Chesed has a lot of initiatives right now, <laughs> and the majority of them are. Uh, providing essential equipment, even jackets, meaning even even winter jackets are essential equipment and winter clothing and um, and obviously the bulletproof vests and the goggles to protect a soldier from shrapnel and so many other things and the knee pads. 
whatever it is that they're being asked for, they're trying very, very hard to, uh, secu- to procure and to distribute and do so responsibly and as quickly as possible. So, again, as I like to say, uh, we like to uh, associate with outfits that have a proven track record. And the Just One Chesed has that, and they've expanded their operation to a degree that's been extremely helpful to our brothers and sisters in Israel. Give and give generously and support everything that we've been discussing with Jerry Latinik. JustOneChesed.org. The one, by the way, is the word one. Just one chesed, and chesed has one S. These days, you got, you got to outline, you got to outline the exact way they're they're building their web their web names. Just one chesed.org, just one chesed.org. There's a big donate button. You could press on that. You could press on the registries. It pops up so that you can uh, secure the items through Amazon. That'll be shipped to an appropriate place in the United States, and then make its way to Israel. And we again encourage everybody to participate. And uh, Jerry, what can I say? Uh, now that you guys are major leaguers uh, doing completely different work than what must l- feel like was much simpler work in the old days, all we could do is encourage you and thank you and, and bless you. And uh, I hope that the needs that you are addressing for our Israeli soldiers, I, I hope uh, very soon they won't be necessary. But the reality is, and we've heard this from way too many people, the reality is that uh, this could be a long haul, and uh, outfits like yours are extremely important uh, to the future of the uh, of the army's abilities and to the future of Am Yisrael living in Israel, and specifically, of course, in the Gush region for what you're doing for so many communities there. So continue your amazing work, be in touch with us, and I hope our listeners respond and help you guys carry out all these important missions. Thank you so much. And I would just say, Am Yisrael Chai, we love, and we're all in this together, all just playing the roles that Hashem has given us. So thank you. Biyachad ninatzeach. Exactly. Biyachad <laughs> ninatzeach. Sending you a big hug from Israel. <laughs> Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Biyachad ninatzeach. Together we will, be, we will be victorious. First comes the yachad, then comes the victory. My thanks to Jerry Latinik and his team in Israel, and a big thank you to Yael Katzman, of course. She gives us the opportunity to uh, facilitate and help with these mitzvos. Um, JustOneChesed.org. It's very simple. Give what you can. Spread the word. Tell your friends and relatives, all those cynics who, who say to you, oh, are there any causes where we're sure that they're doing good work and collecting good items that are necessary and they're getting to Israel and they're being distributed properly? I need I need to know that my money is going, uh, you know, and being used properly, which I get. I totally get that. Someone says that to you, you could uh, direct them to justonechesed.org. Let them know I recommended it. I think we have a proven track record after 40 years. We, you know, I'm not saying we bat a thousand, but uh, we're up there. We're way up there when it comes to supporting causes that uh, that make a difference and that handle things responsibly. Baruch Hashem, B'liayin Hara. Um, how many of you will be in Washington next Tuesday, 1 p.m. National Mall? More information is scheduled to come out later today. I hope that that's a reality because a lot of people are anxious to get those details and work things out with their bus drivers and their schools and their organizations and their schools. Let's hope that there'll be a lot of people. And remember, unlike prior rallies in Washington that our generation has been at, 
This is not just for the safety and security of the people of Israel. And believe you me, that's important. And it's not just to support the war against the enemy Hamas. This is a, uh, this is a protest and demonstration that is going to concentrate as well on the atmosphere in the United States of America. The fear, the trepidation, the apprehension that so many of us have now being in the United States and hearing the rhetoric and seeing the violence. One of our fellow Jews was murdered by a protester in Los Angeles, literally murdered. So we, when we see the violence and we hear the rhetoric and we, and we feel the hate and see the anger uh, and we see what's going on in college campuses, and in the halls of government on this election day, I remind everybody to vote in the halls of government as well. There's a lot of there are a lot of messages that we need to communicate in Washington next Tuesday. So it ain't just happening six thousand miles away. If you've had any of these, what did I say the other day? Hang on a second. Where's my speech? I happen. I literally happened to not file this away yet. This was the speech I gave on the Lower East Side Sunday night. Uh, the entire community gathered at the Bialystoker Synagogue for the Shloshim. And I said the following. I said, um, if we compare the brutality of the enemy on Shmini Atzeres to the Nazis, and if we truly believe that what is happening in America today is similar to 1930s Germany, then how is it possible to stay away from Washington next week? Answer that question. And if you come across anybody who, um, yeah, including some of our leaders who, who will tell you not to go, ask them that question. I should, put, I should print this somewhere. I should post it somewhere so people can carry it around. Ask them that question. Yeah. If we compare the brutality of the enemy on Shmini Atzeris to the Nazis... And if we truly believe that what is happening in America today is similar to 1930s Germany, then how is it possible to stay away from Washington next week? Yep. Yep. Tell that to all the responsible Jewish leaders of all backgrounds. Um, ironically, I'm in Israel next week. I, I, I do have a, a, an excuse not to be there. I hope those of you who are heading to Washington will be tuned in to JM and the AM on Tuesday morning on the app as you go down in your car and the train and the buses. Very easy to tune in from our live presentation in Israel, and I hope it gives inspiration to everybody who's going to be heading down. Yeah, by the way, Deputy Mayor of Yerushalayim, Flor Hassan Nahum, she's coming in to be at the rally in Washington. So we worked it out. She's taking my place here. I'm taking her place there. So that we worked out. And those of you, as I said, with child care issues, employment issues, I get it. Not everybody can go to Washington for a day. I get it. The elderly, certainly, it's a very, very difficult day. But start with the default that you're going. Start with that. I'm going. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But start with the assumption that you're going and see if you can work it out. If you can't work it out, I get it. 
But let us not dare start with the assumption that we're not going. And don't let any leaders communicate that message, that from the start we're not going. Anyway, hour number two complete. Our friends from Eighth Day will join us in hour number three. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Take a 10% discount with promo code radio and try a and H today, you'll be glad you did. That is an understatement. We had some A and H salami at the Kiddish that we hosted in memory of my father-in-law. Absolutely delicious. By the way, A and H is now becoming a staple at Kiddish's. People are telling me about this. Yeah, you slice up the salami, you put out some nice chunks with the toothpicks, maybe a little bit of mustard on the side, and you have an amazing fleshach uh, element to your um, to your Kiddish. Thank you, A&H. Thank you, Seth Levitt. Look what we've done with your product. We've come up with original ideas to use them each and every week on Shabbat. More coming up at JM in the AM. We're going to Yerushalayim to build the Beit HaMikdash. We're going to Yerushalayim to build the Beit HaMikdash. We're going to Yerushalayim to build the Beit HaMikdash. We're going to Yerushalayim to build the Beit HaMikdash. We're going to Yerushalayim to build the Beit HaMikdash. We're going to Yerushalayim Let's bring Mashiach. Let's bring Mashiach. Let's bring Mashiach. Let's bring Mashiach. We're going to Jerusalem to build the base of Mikdash. We're going to Jerusalem to build the base of Mikdash. We're going to Jerusalem to build the base of Mikdash. We're bringing all night long in Mashiach.
Let's bring Mashiach, Tzid Keilu, let's bring Mashiach, Tzid Keilu, let's bring Mashiach, Tzid Keilu, in Heira Ve'ameinu. Let's bring Mashiach, Tzid Keilu, let's bring Mashiach, Tzid Keilu, let's bring Mashiach, Tzid Keilu. Yeah. 
J.M. and the A.M., they call that the Chevron March here on a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast. It's Ellie Hertzlick and company. Itzik Orlev before that with Yishtabach going to Yushalayim done by Schlepping Nachas. Our friends from 8th Day about 15 minutes from now on the song 459. 
What does the song mean? What does it have to do with redemption? We'll find out from our friends at 8th Day coming up here at JM in the AM. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, there are a couple of things. Hang on a second. There we go. A couple of things I wanted to mention the community calendar. First of all, I apologize to our friends at the Young Israel Talmud Torah of Flatbush. Their fall lecture series began this past Saturday night. Dr. Sinensky, or by Dr. Tzvi Sinensky, was the presenter, and I hope it was a good event. I'm sure it was. Uh, but I apologize because normally we keep track this time of year of what's happening at the Young Israel Talmud Torah of Flatbush. And uh, they've got this great lecture series every single year, so I'm sorry about the debut program that we forgot to announce it. But this coming Saturday night on November the 11th, beginning at 8.15, at 1305 Coney Island Avenue in Flatbush between Avenues I and J, uh, Mr. Jonathan Schenkman will be speaking on the most pressing financial issues facing the Frum community, Perspective and practical solutions. Jonathan Schenkman at the Young Israel Talmud Torah of Flatbush, Saturday night, November the 11th, beginning at 8.15. And again, um, that lecture series continues every Saturday night. They're not doing one Saturday night of um, Thanksgiving, um, or or I think the two, uh, both during and before Hanukkah, but they are doing a total of three in November, including this week and next week, and then a total of three in December, starting December 16th. So that's what's happening at the Young Israel Tomatoro of Flatbush. Information, 718-377-2528, 718-377-2528. Again, 1305 Coney Island Avenue in Flatbush, and that is um, and that is in Brooklyn, New York. The KBY Karen Biavna dinner is scheduled for Monday, November the 13th. Uh, that's happening up at Marina Del Rey. I'm assuming this is still on. The dinner is still on. KBY.org for information. Again, KBY.org for information on that. You know about the Ohel Gala. That's happening at Pier 60 on Sunday, the 19th of November. Again, that's Sunday, the 19th of November. Ohelfamily.org for information. Again, Ohelfamily.org for information and what happened to the Artora stone dinner you may be wondering it was scheduled for this coming weekend uh and uh, many people were uh anticipating it it did not come up in conversation with the rabbi brander when he was with us last week from israel and one of the reasons is because uh they have gone ahead and uh, postponed the annual dinner and they have turned the dinner into a night of unity and solidarity for Israel. Uh, they're going to be presenting an evening where you'll be hearing from bereaved OTS families of fallen soldiers, Shlichim on university campuses, soldiers in the IDF, evacuees staying on Ortora Stone campuses. It's happening Wednesday, November the 15th. It's a week from tomorrow, beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. It is a Zoom event. For more information, contact Ortora Stone. 212-935-8672, 212-935-8672, or ots.org.il, ots.org.il. So that's what they're doing with their annual dinner, turning into a night of unity a week from tomorrow. A week from today is Washington, D.C. I certainly hope everybody's going to be heading down to Washington 
for the big rally. I remind you, it's not only a rally for our brothers and sisters in Israel and for the war effort and uh, protesting how this war must continue until Hamas is defeated. It is also a rally that no doubt will concentrate on the atmosphere here in the United States, uh, the precarious atmosphere that we have felt over the last uh, month since this war began what's happening on college campuses what's happening in the halls of government the rhetoric and violence at rallies across the country in in fact violent enough that a jewish man was killed by a protester at a free palestine rally this past was i don't even know if it was a free palestine rally may have been an israel rally with an infiltrator i don't even know i have to look at that video again uh be careful about what i say but anyway um someone was murdered literally murdered uh, uh, at one of these rallies in California. So what am I supposed to say? Everybody out there, if you're not feeling it, many, many times we've been at ra- rallies in Washington, New York, and other places uh, where it was literally for our brethren around the world, including in Israel. This time, I hope you're feeling, I hope you're getting the fact that this is a rally that uh, is key to the American Jewish community with the danger that we are feeling, with the atmosphere around, with what's happening on campuses. I hope you're feeling it, and I hope you understand the importance of being in Washington a week from today. Today is election day. Speaking of important, today is election day. Today is election day. Vote, and vote carefully, please. Today is election day. Vote. Vote locally. Vote for city council. Vote for Congress. Vote carefully. Vote. Today is election day. And a year from today, there'll be a presidential election. Um, Mensch says, I live in the area where Paul Kessler was murdered. The Ventura County Sheriff's Department had not found the perp yet. Well, the murderer, you mean. It's despicable. You never know until it happens in your own backyard. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That is true. Uh, Kala0036 says, About the rally next week, the shuls in our neighborhood have organized buses. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. That's my addition to her comment. Well, it's Kala, so I'm assuming it's a her. The White Shul, Aguda of West Lawrence with Rabbi Brown, and Share in Lawrence is what I know of. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. There is nothing else to say other than thank God people get it. Thank God people get it. Uh, Ralph, Chairman Ralph says, as a child of Holocaust parents, when the anti-protest began, I remember what my parents stated was happening in Germany and Austria in the 1930s. I felt history was repeating. It's time to return home. Oh, yes. Um, Yeah, uh, again, I mean, I don't have it in front of me right now. I did before, but if you're going to compare this to 1930s Germany, don't you think you need to be in Washington? And again, if there are child care or employment issues, I get it. Don't you think it's time to influence others to be in Washington if you can't make it? If we're going to compare this to 1930s Germany, and we're going to compare Shmini Atzeres to Nazi behavior, and frankly, 
the more I hear, the more everybody hears out of the stories of, of Shemini Atzeres, it was worse than Nazis. I don't even know how I could say that. I don't even know how you could judge, by the way, barbarism. Can it actually be worse or they're just all horrible? I guess that's the better way of putting it. They're all horrible. But the creativity of the enemy was just mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. In World War II and now. Yeah, if we're going to compare this to 1930s Germany, let me know how you could avoid being there next Tuesday in Washington. Unless you're in Israel with me. And I, I have a deal with the deputy mayor of Jerusalem. Fleur is coming here to replace me in Washington. I'm going there. She actually may join me on the air from Washington. Oh, I guess it'll be on the way to Washington, which will be pretty interesting to have her on while... Oh, we'll speak, we're speaking with her tomorrow. be interesting to have her on while uh, she's going through that experience. Anyway, more coming up Tuesday, JM in the AM.
Thank <laughs> you. J.M. in the A.M. That is Akiva here on a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast, J.M. in the A.M. Our friends from 8th Day are scheduled to join us. We're trying to get to the bottom of this regarding their song, 459. Uh, We'll see if they, uh, in fact, do join us coming up here at J.M. in the A.M. I certainly hope so. By the way, and listeners, Cena gets a special shout-out this morning for her patience because I believe that this announcement was sent in, if I'm not mistaken, 
Thursday of last week. Could you imagine? I went from Thursday till today and totally forgot about listener Cena's announcement. Well, she writes, um, super mega happy birthday number 19 to Rachel Dina, gifter of Staten Island. Rhodey, I'm so proud of you, and I'm looking forward to all the great things I know you're going to accomplish. It was wonderful seeing you again so soon after Sukkot, and I'm already counting down to Shabbos Hanukkah. Love you to the moon and back. And then some, that comes from uh, Bubs, who we know, of course, as listener Cena down in the Sunshine State. Listener Cena, a very forgiving soul. I mean, she's almost 20, the birthday girl. <laughs> That's how long we waited to get to this announcement. So she's really, uh, she's really patient and generous, I can tell you that much. <laughs> uh, anyway, happy birthday from all of us here at JM in the AM. More coming up. We are expecting our friends from 8th Day. Hopefully they will uh, join us and plenty more, of course, on a Tuesday at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M., that's the um, Lear Code Ito Nigun done by Simcha Friedman, Moshe Lichtenstein before that with Shema. You are listening to J.M. in the A.M. I thank you all for tuning in, of course. Washington, one week from today. Our friends from 8th Day were scheduled to join us. I don't know what happened to them. I guess this 459 song is going to remain a mystery for a while. (laughs) I guess. They were scheduled to join us, but... uh, Guess we'll have to do that conversation another time here at JM in the AM. Earlier today, Just One Chesed was on. Those of you who missed the conversation, you've got to hear it. Check out the archive section, NahumSigil.com, later on. I'm sure Avrami will put it in our newsletter, our daily thread. If you don't get our daily thread, write to Avrami. He'll take good care of you. He'll make sure you get it. AF 
at NahumSiegel.com. Again, that's AF at NahumSiegel.com. Um, one of our listeners writes on the app, on a positive note, check out what Brandeis University, check out the actions Brandeis is taking. Maybe you could speak with the president of the university on the program. I'm not familiar with what the Brandeis president is doing, but I'm glad to hear it's something positive. i got to check that out. And I'm sure we'll discuss it at some point. But yeah, any university president around this country, especially from prominent institutions that are doing positive things, boy, oh boy, do we got to feature those. We certainly do. Um, yes, yeah, so I guess our friends from 8th Day will join us at another time, please God. Um, so just, so I was just saying, <laughs> I was just saying that, uh, if you write to Avrami, if you don't get our daily thread and you write to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com, he'll make sure you receive our weekly newsletter and the daily thread. And in our daily thread today, of course, will be the story about the conversation I had this morning with uh, just one chesed. And I am, uh, continuously reminding everybody <coughs> to support good causes that are literally on the front lines of this effort in Israel. And it sounds like um, the way things are going there with just one chesed, they are on the right track, to say the least, helping folks with what they need on a constant basis. I mean, you got to hear what they describe. Just incredible. Anyway, justonechesed.org. Give generously. Justonechesed.org. Give what you can. Give early, give often. It's election day after all. That's right. Today is election day. If you haven't voted yet, make sure to do so. Um, and keep in mind our nationwide community and our love for Israel when you vote, even on local elections. Today is election day in the United States. Make sure to vote. Simple as that. Uh, more information later today, supposedly, from our uh, leadership regarding the Washington rally. So hopefully we'll know more uh, later on today. And, of course, a very, very big yeshikach to all the schools and shuls and organizations that are heading down to Washington on Tuesday of next week. More coming up. Naftali Kempa at JM in the AM. Nachon, atem anashim kshirim, nachon, atem anashim kshirim, ach lo lazot, lo lazot, lo lazot aita, lo lazot aita kavanati. Nachon, atem anashim kshirim, nachon, atem anashim kshirim, ach lo lazot, lo lazot, lo lazot aita, lo lazot aita kavanati. Ratziti shetiu, kechayot anoamot bayar, kechayot anoamot bayar, noamot bayar, elot shlemim. Ratziti shetiu, kechayot anoamot bayar, kechayot
JM in the AM with uh, Ma'anachnu done by Naftali Kempa, his uh, Anashim Sherim before that here at JM in the AM. Ten minutes before the hour. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Very much appreciate it, to say the least. By the way, people have asked. I got an unbelievable note from someone yesterday who made a donation to FJB in support of this great radio broadcast. I really should find it. Where is it? This was really beautiful. I should have shared this yesterday with uh, Chairman Ralph when he was on the phone with me. Uh, this listener uh, sent in a, um, well, based on the amount, it must have been, I assume, a $100 donation. It's a little bit more because people add to the donation because of the, you know, the credit card fees. This was written back on October the 23rd. Um, I said I got it yesterday because, frankly, I discovered the email yesterday <laughs> with this listener on the phone. Uh, here's the comment about the donation. Nahum is going to Israel to support our brothers and sisters there. We want to loudly cheer Nahum's and NSN's support for Israel. Kol may you and all go from strength to strength. Am Yisrael Chai, and they sign their name and tell us what city in New Jersey they are from. So... With that in mind, our year-end fundraiser has begun. It had a ve- a much softer opening than we thought it would have. We said we're going to have a soft opening to our fundraiser. I think the original plan, what was the original plan for our year-end fundraiser? I think it was for some type of no- beginning of November kickoff, right? Something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. But, uh, you know, things obviously changed. Uh, there's only one thing that's our main focus now, and that's Israel, obviously. However, those of you who want to participate in our year-end fundraiser, it has gotten off to a start already. Go to fjbunity.org. Again, fjbunity.org. And I thank you very, very much. fjbunity.org. More coming up. The great Sandy Shmueli at JM in the AM. Panasa, Atagadol, Hagadol, Anora, 
Amazing, the great Sandy Shmueli, of course, here at JM in the AM. Ah, uh, what is there to say, everybody? Um, it's a month later, and we need to uh, keep the pressure on the pressure on ourselves to not forget about our brothers and sisters in Israel. Yeah, we need to keep that pressure on because they are in for the long haul. And I know everyone's praying for you know things to change. Kaherifai, and I know everyone is you know which is legitimate. We can pray for that, but there's a realistic aspect to this we have to keep in mind, and that is that the displaced families and the families of hostages and the families of soldiers are prepared for this to last for months, and it just gets harder and harder with people being out of work, meaning not out of work, out of jobs, but meaning out of their regular work. Being away from their families, it just gets harder and harder and harder, and we tend, because we're on the other side of the world, to... You know, forget as time goes by. Just the opposite. We've got to keep the pressure on ourselves to remember because it's just getting harder and harder for our brothers and sisters. In terms of a week from today, it's very simple. Uh, past rallies, demonstrations have been for other Jews. Uh, Washington, 1987 for Soviet Jewry. 2002 for our Jews, our brothers and sisters in Israel who were being um, murdered at an incredible rate of terrorist attacks that were going on during the Intifada. Now it's 2023, and now it's not just the safety of our brothers and sisters in Israel, and it's not just supporting the war against Hamas, which is in America's interests. Right now, it is also being in an atmosphere in this country and on our college campuses and um, in our halls of government and at rallies and demonstrations in major cities that are frightening. So again, as I said before, if you really believe that we're in 
a similar situation to 1930s Germany, don't miss the rally in Washington, unless you're in Israel. Or, as I said earlier, you know, child care or employment, you know, is an issue. I get that. Or if you're, if you're, if you're uh, at a certain age where you just can't make the trip to Washington, which I also get, you can't ask somebody, you can't ask the average 80-year-old to spend 12 hours on the road like that. It's a terrible idea. That's why everyone else has to step it up. And I hope we will. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing and incredible Tuesday here at JMNAM. Flora Sanahum, Deputy Mayor of Yerushalayim, is going to join us tomorrow on the air. She is part of an, of an initiative that many diaspora Jews can help with. Yeah. Tune in tomorrow, and chances are you'll be making phone calls to people you know afterwards to help out with this, and you'll find out all of it tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. Avrami, live lunch, 11 a.m. Eastern time from Beit Shemesh. Be in touch with him. His family's in Israel. They, could, they like everybody else in Israel, could use a little TLC. Be in touch with Avrami as he hosts the live lunch today starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.